Well, hello there. Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage. And welcome to the Martini Lounge with Jonathan and Sergey. You're back with the Martini Lounge. It is the Martini Lounge. Uh huh. Clink. We have very strong drink today. Anyways, very excited. <laughs> Today's drink is the Huckleberry Martini, and it's brought to you by Bistango Martini Lounge. Yes, here in which is here in Spokane, Washington. So it's if you're post. from here, or you're just driving through, or you just have a wish list, mm-hmm. go to Bistango's we, Martini Lounge. Right. And this is they gave us the recipe for this. It's amazing. They're Beautiful. amazing people. So we're we're very excited. Go mm-hmm. go there. Tell them we sent you. Yeah. We actually went there. That was uh, one of our first. Uh, we we like to go out to these martini bars because obviously we're the martini lounge, so we have to know what we're talking about. Yeah. Get that vibe. Get that vibe. Um, and so this was one of the first ones we. I went know, to. and they were so nice. Like, hey, here's a recipe. Let me tell you right now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The the what the recipe is very strong. <laughs> it is. And but I, it's I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. It's probably had something to do with what I was doing to it. Right, because you made it. So right? maybe Okay, so Bistango, I want to tell yeah. a quick story. So yeah, I could never it. remember how to say the name. Yeah. And then you taught me a trick. Yeah, because it's buys, buys tango. tango. So all bisexuals tango. That's yeah. just what we decided. Bistango. So now I think of that yeah. right away and I'm like, oh Bistango. Because yeah. <laughs> you always you would always say Bistanji or <laughs> Bistango. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something, so something now, weird. Now we know. So buy his tango. Buy his tango. With it's easy. huckleberry martinis. Duh. How else would you tango? I know. Without huckleberry martinis? And huckleberries martini? are yummy. They so. are. If you're not from the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest, you would not know what a huckleberry is. No. Um, they're and if very, you are, they're, they're only in this area. You still might not know because you think you know, and then you see the bottle. Yeah. And it's not what you're expecting to see. Like, I thought huckleberries were like purple. They They are. Well, the ones on this, uh, the ones on my vodka bottle are blue. Are they? Yes. Yes. I was like, I thought that Maybe was Maybe they're blueberry. blueberries. Yeah. Because this is definitely huckleberry. Yeah, it is huckleberry. Yeah. It's Blary. Huckleberry. The huckleberries. So obviously we've had one or two <laughs> or five. It's, it's all good. No, today we are going to be sing. We're going to be speaking to an indie singy, singer songwriter. I've had yeah, too much. You I have had, stop. I'm like cut off. Five sips, but you're, <laughs> you're gone. Right? It's a lightweight. I'm telling you. <laughs> You uh, are a singer-songwriter. He is absolutely amazing. He has a new song that's featured in the the upcoming film, A Very Sordid Wedding. Yes. Uh, Del Shore's sequel to Sorted Lives. Right. Uh, it doesn't even come out till March 10th. Well, um, this is a man that we're going to be talking to in just a bit who has plenty of songs, gets lots of recognition out there, but um, we definitely want to know more. The so- we've seen the movie. The song mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking to him about what it's like to wear your heart on your sleeve and... Like, is if you were a singer songwriter, okay, where would you mine for your for what you would use? Because it's very like yeah, yeah personal. Yeah. But there, singer songwriters tend to have certain areas they don't go that to. They, okay, are you a sexy singer songwriter? Are you a love romantic? Singer you know, songwriter? I would be definitely sexy, but also probably very hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. and I would mine for everything on Grinder because how hilarious would that be? <laughs> Just the singer songwriter who takes that weird shit that they say on there and then makes a whole song about it so you're not just a sexy singer songwriter you are nasty pornographic exactly <laughs> thank you you've been on grinder thank you i'm just telling you exactly when they when they tell you that they want to you know spoon feed you lasagna in your hole you're like okay <gasps> right? well Wait. you know what that's for, gonna be a song 
first of all, I like pasta, but I and Italian food, but I, not even I like it that much. Hey, listen, listen. I don't know. No, listen. Yeah, all you have to do is be in the dating scene right now, and there are so many fetishes that I didn't know existed. I, some people really like <laughs> but, food while they fuck. You know what's interesting I mean, about this is you would write songs about that. Me, yeah, and I would never. No, I would never write. No, and I am out there. You know, <laughs> you I, see, so in my hopes, I would see it and I'd write a song about it. You'd <laughs> you, see it and you'd do it, and that's the difference between and you and I, John. It, right? <laughs> exactly. You're like I'm good. Actually, um, I'm. Uh, yeah. I want us. We're going to be asking Kenneth Mogan, who's 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 going to be on this week. Uh, I'm going to ask him where he draws the line. Okay. Um, you know, we have talked to some singer songwriters who yeah, have tried yeah. to do sexy songs and it's out of their comfort zone and, but they do it and it's fun, I, but you know, you, know, you have a comfort yeah. area. Yeah. Teach just, their own, I guess. Yeah. Just looking at a photo today mm-hmm. of Steve Grand mm-hmm. and his short shorts in a, in a, in a river somewhere. Okay. And mm-hmm. I right. think that he definitely sells, yeah. he sells sex, but not in his music. Well, sort of, sort of. Yeah. And look a at the video to boy. all American boy. Ugh. I'll watch it. Girl, every day. Yeah. But anyways, it's going to be interesting. You used to be a singer-songwriter. I did. And sometimes still are in the middle of nowhere, just in my car. that's how it happens. You're a (laughs) singer-songwriter on the go. That's where the the best music (laughs) goes from. I love it. My next album is called On the Go. On the Go? Mm -hmm. With Monica Burr. (laughs) With Monica Burr. (laughs) Monica Burr. Um, where did you get your inspiration, Jonathan? Where would you find it? Where would you find if you oh, were going to write a song today? Thing. So I have two things okay, to do. Go First for of it. all, I always mind my life, and it, and that's crazy yeah. because it was never because I like to try everything. Okay, like my first album, no one should listen to it. But my first album, I had songs, and oh, I had boy. a hip hop song, and then I had a bubblegum song, and then I had a spiritual. You had song. a bubblegum song? Yeah, I want to hear that. Oh, like I want that album. and hip-hop. right. So, like, I tried every style because I wanted to know, okay. and I like to see, I w- like to write about different things. Right. But then I was also an activist from a very <laughs> from a very young age. So then I would pick an issue I wanted to talk about. Sure. Because my first album was called One from the Heart, and it was all about you know you know needing to save those kids on the street, and yeah, I mean it sure. was yeah. I was a, a street okay. preacher. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I would also I also like <laughs> concepts. Like if a, if a concept comes to me, mm-hmm. I want to I want to go off of that. I like clever wording as you already know yeah, i do and I, I appreciate that about you i appreciate words. clever words and songs especially mm. when rap artists like me like <laughs> like you maybe one day um can deliver those kinds of lyrics that you're like oh my gosh what was that i love that that has meaning and it's deep and it's clever yeah I'm, and i'm sorry not sorry but that's why i love um Macklemore. Macklemore. Yeah. And he they does do. That. I mean, it's just a thing. Sorry about it. I, I mean, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I know. I like those things. So I'm fascinated by artists, mm-hmm. fascinated by singers, songwriters. Okay. Now you know what an album from Jonathan and Sergey would be like. And I know you're waiting. You're like, it's called wood. Sappy Meets Sex. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're sappy. crying, but you're still in it to go. Sappy sex. Sappy. <laughs> that but sounds so gross. That sounds nasty. <laughs> That's, we'll have to remember to tell um, Kenneth yeah. all about, sappy you know what, sex. we'll just write his next album for Please. him. So <laughs> he can sing it. We'll just write it. <laughs> Sappy Sex by John. I think that's it. The Martini Lounge soundtrack. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Coming to a store near you in March, we'll call Don't it. Don't miss and, it, yeah. And it's called Sappy Sex. Sappy Sex. See, these are the things you get to do on mm-hmm. a podcast. I, I actually have um, a boss of mine okay. at my day job sure. who mm, is you know those. Um, 
gonna be listening so this should be fun oh <laughs> great he'll know way more about right. you than he did before right and i, I love him that. he's a great guy and he yeah. corners me he said i hear you have a podcast i want to know the name of it please write it down <laughs> i want to listen and i'm like do you yeah do I, you I so remember you can't fire me yeah true true <laughs> because i said sappy sex and you know that what? was our <laughs> that yeah. was our new album can't hire me for sappy sex that's it <laughs> Just leave it at yeah, that. Right. Um, I, I learned today, apparently, that uh, in Washington State, you cannot be fired for just not showing up to work one day. What? Yeah, because we were talking about people that what? went to... Yeah, people that go to I'm protest. Not going to, I'm not going to Thank work you. tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> not people going. that go to protest to protest for... And they say, I'm not showing right. up to work. I'm going to protest. You right. can't be fired for that. Because this was an issue recently. Exactly. You, I, I don't remember. It but has to be something. It has rules? to be a pattern or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one time more than once. Right. One time is okay, apparently. Huh. And I, I don't know. So I asked I my see. boss, but he didn't give me the details because, you know. <laughs> he doesn't he, want you to use it. If he gives me the details, I'll be going. <laughs> right. I'll be out. <laughs> like, sorry about it. Yeah. Uh, but it, it can count against you, but just one, not a firing. The one thing that it also can do that is sucky is you don't get paid for that day. So, right. I mean, right. and because I like money, that's probably what's going to still get me to go in. you take a day off, pay time off yeah. for your protesting. Get paid that's to exactly. protest. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. Be, <laughs> This be smart. an efficient, responsible <laughs> protester. Get paid for that <laughs> shit. Right. Yeah. Or, Wait, that's a whole other story. I know. I know. I'm I telling you. That. I'm telling you. <laughs> that's just how it goes. But you you know, you know, and I love to do that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, that's now, at the top of our minds. Now mm-hmm. I know how to do it. I, I yeah. feel very appreciative in this moment. So when your boss is listening <laughs> right, and right. all of a sudden you don't um, show up to work. Sir, <laughs> I promise. No. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> But, what were you doing? You know, I'm really, I'm really good at my jobs. So, yeah, yeah, you know. that happens. It I does. Mean, you're such a so valuable I'm asset. Gonna, I, I am a valuable asset. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take another drink, and I'm gonna become probably a less valuable asset because this is like drinking straight cough syrup. It. Oh yeah, you're, I don't know why you made this this way, but I think so you made it I, wrong. Because I, I remember here's the thing: I tripled the recipe. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thinking that's what you do with three think, people, and I don't think that's what you do. No, I think that's right. You just tripled one part and didn't triple the other that one. That could I think. be true as well, though. Yeah. Well, because uh, well, we had this drink at Bistango, and it was quadrupled amazing. Quadrupled the vodka because I thought <laughs> that's got to be a good idea. Yeah, vodka, that's got to be right. Doesn't like that. I know, right? I mean, Everybody. if you like two recipes of the vodka have six it's fine <laughs> but then maybe putting Abortions. it into just three eh, glasses you know, maybe yeah, maybe maybe anyways this I is know. what happens so i'm just going to keep drinking until kenneth until you fall over really. oh well yeah that's a thing. and that's i know. have done that before really you drink till you fall over yeah fall out of a seat okay haven't you ever done that no well, i'm more responsible with my drinking i'm sorry to say i have a couple decades on you so don't worry you have time <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't plan on it but thank you thank you for that i'm uh, just letting you know it could happen that was very moment. um comfort comforting you just give me all the all the wisdom i'm helping that's I what you i do really it's you really are it's what i'm for yeah i don't know i, I typically don't get too um too shwasted shwasted wasted that's what they're calling it these days is that what the kids say Shwasted? i guess i guess i don't know How is that a real thing because if shwasted, it is i'm gonna yeah. throw up on you right yeah, now shwasted is a real thing Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Let's. Can we talk? No. 
That hey, can't be a thing. I mean, I disagree listen, on on so many. You levels. can disagree, but wasted is a real thing. Okay, we're gonna talk about this later, young we, man. <laughs> wasted. Are you gonna reprimand me? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's fine. And in just a moment, we are gonna be talking to Kenneth Mogan, who is a singer songwriter who traded country for concrete when he moved to uh, from Montana to LA to pursue his musical dreams. So his music has been featured in Huffington Post, Queer Voices, DNA Magazine, and Out.com. And of course, I mean, the great uh, delight us. We played his music. It's such a great honor. Uh, now we're going to bring him on to the Martini Lounge and have a drink with Jonathan and Sergey, and kind of just see where this night takes us. The most important thing I want to yeah. know is, are people even allowed to be gay in Montana? <laughs> More than you know. There's so many of us. <laughs> That's all. What is, what's the old saying? The only thing that comes from there is steers and queers. So. Oh, true statement. I'm moving to Montana. <laughs> Except I will never. <laughs> I won't. I visit no, no. Missoula, and that's the closest I will go. So, how deep in oh, Montana were you? Like, where oh, were you? I actually, I grew up on the north, like on the High Line, the northeastern oh. corner of the state. Um, so, yeah, I went to wow. college in Missoula, and Missoula is my, I love Missoula. Yes. But, yeah, I grew up grew up on the High Line, and it was very, very country. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. So does that mean you have an affinity for cowboys? <laughs> yes. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Well, that's all these smart. Too. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're with you. I mean, they're only the best. <laughs> Wait, but do you have an affinity for real cowboys or for the gay boy cowboys who, you know, we just like to look like cowboys? Um, yeah, depends on how good you are. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, I I grew up with the real thing. You know, I, I had the Wranglers and the button-ups and the cowboy hats right. and stuff growing up. And so I, I, there's something about the authenticity of it. I love, I love going home and being around all my cowboy cousins and friends and, and seeing all that. Cause it's, I don't know. There's just something about the people where I grew up. Mm-hmm. What you see is what you get. They're very authentic. They're very real. And it's such a nice change from being in Los Angeles where so many people are, they put on a costume mm-hmm. and, and so going home, it's, it's, it's wonderful. So, <laughs> well, and and it's it's kind of a nice um, escape when you're home now in LA. I'm mm-hmm. sure that it makes you appreciate, you know, country Montana. I'm sure even more being that yes. you get both sides. Well, and I'm sure you love the yes, traffic they... uh, in in Montana <laughs> way more than LA. Right. I, I I'm just gonna yes, go on out. I... <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I always say where I grew up that, you know, traffic was three cars and a cow. Right. So, <laughs> I, mean, it, it, we, I mean, but we also, we would have to drive two and a half, three hours just to go to a Walmart. Oh, true. So we didn't, yeah, so it, there's pros and cons. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and there's lots of ranchers out there. Now, what did you grow up? Yes. Did you guys, did you work on the land or what was your family? Well, see, my, my family, I come from a bunch of ranchers. Um, oh, yeah. my, my grandparents owned a ranch, and then my stepfather worked on a ranch, and he owns his own now. And so I grew up in that, in that lifestyle. And um, my dad, my stepfather, both very, very hardworking men. Um, my stepfather, you know, taught me how to ride a horse and, nice. you know, how to dig holes from fence posts and, and, you know, milk cows, do the whole thing. Wow. And which, 
at the time I hated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, w- <laughs> I, I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. It's uh-huh. stupid. But as an adult, I, I appreciate and I appreciate my my stepfather for, you know, he we I grew up in a house, you know, we they had guns and everything and, right, and right. we were taught how to use them and how to respect them and you wow. know, all this stuff. So I grew up very different than people here. Um which is always funny. They all kind of gasp when I say, yeah, I grew up with guns. I don't, you know, I don't mind them. Right. And, but, you know, that, that was the big thing whenever he, and he collected them, so he has a lot of them. But every time he got a new one, the first thing he would do was take out me and my sister and show us how to shoot it. And, you know, we knew the safeties and, and everything, which I think was important for well, parents yeah. to do to the kids. Yeah. If they're going to be around, yeah, yeah I think be it's Be responsible important. with it, And yeah, I think this is a thing for farmers yeah. and ranchers, because my grandfather was a farmer, and he taught us how to shoot. It, that was your big 12, when you're 12 years old, yeah. I'm going to teach you how to drive a car, <laughs> yeah. a tractor, and we're going to shoot a gun. So I think wow. that was very <laughs> much, that's very much that country livid. I'm with you right there. Yeah. So, it goes. so now I have a very important my, question. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, my stepdad, speaking of, of driving ca- cars, he, I don't think he'll ever get in a car with me again. He tried, both him and my uncle, they're both, they're both named Jim. They both tried to teach me how to drive a stick shift. And mm. I think I, I saved several years off of both of their lives. I don't think <laughs> either one of them will ever get in a vehicle with me again. <laughs> See, that's, yeah. They're hard. They're hard. I fired my dad from teaching me to drive. I, yeah. I, it was just not a fun experience. <laughs> The stick, yeah, learning that is not but easy. But the thing is that dads do is that they'll do, you know, the whole, okay, no, yeah, now you drive, now you drive, watch out for this, or slam I know, on they the start freaking they out. They freak yeah. out about every little thing. Yes. You're like, stop, trust exactly. me. You're that, teaching me. You wait, that little old lady yeah. will get back up, yeah. I promise. <laughs> I wasn't going that fast. So, no, here's here's important. Do, do, do ranchers, do cowboys, do they wear boxes or briefs? I want to know. <laughs> um, you know... <laughs> What? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get people in trouble. Um, oh. <laughs> I've only briefs, to be perfectly honest. You These what? Briefs what? Are, are commando only briefs? I've only seen. Oh. See, I would think so because brief, so. I think because of how tight typically cowboy jeans are, I would think boxers would just bunch up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. And I support briefs and commando. I support commando, right? Hundred percent. Hey, I'm just saying they bend over, pick up hail if it, it, it bales of hay. hay. So if it rips, that's good. Our that's vision, good. our vision of ranch life is apparently based on pornos. So <laughs> that's. I mean, <laughs> it might be misleading. <laughs> Depending on where you are, that might actually be pretty accurate. Yeah. Oh wow! You should send me a map because I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> i know i want that ranch i know I'm there. oh okay so we we talked about your affinity for cowboys obviously boxers and briefs now but what do you prefer um another guy in what do you think is sexy what do you think underwear? is hot what i think is what hot sexy underwear what do you like a guy in oh, sexy underwear oh i right. see i i don't know like i i just I don't really care. I like unwrapping the package. So there you go. It's so true. Decoration. So it's like Christmas or your birthday. Yes. Or both. Yes. At the same time. Okay, I see. So you're a smart guy. I get it. I get it. We're vibing a little more here. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what makes you so awesome. Your music has garnered attention from you know national publications. We talked about Huffington Post and Out.com. 
Um, but how long did it take you from when you moved to LA to the point where you felt like you were getting that notice, you were finding some traction? How long did that take? Well, see, it's a little bit different with me because when I moved to L.A., I was writing stories. I had published a book, and I was I was wanting to act and do that kind of a thing. So I tried that for several years. And mm-hmm. then my friend Todd was like, well, I want to write a song with you. So, you know, I, I kind of dabbled in music. You know, I loved it as a kid. I always wanted to do it. But I hit a certain spot where I'm like, okay, I'm not 16 anymore. Why try? And oh, yeah. That was about 2013, and I've been out here about 10 years now. So it was about four, four mm-hmm. or five years ago that I finally tried. And it was not instantaneous. It took about a year, and about a year and a half, I guess, from the time we started recording the first EP to when Unlock Your Heart came out. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of blew. I mean, super quick and super, super weird. It still weirds me out. We got, hundred, I think, 125,000 views on the video this month. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm blown away because I, I'm like, I'm like, I just said, I'm not 16. I'm not the, the little gay boy that's taken off his clothes in his videos. Mm-hmm. I'm right. not doing that. You know, I don't have the six pack. So I'm like, I've, I had this big fear that I was just going to fail mm-hmm. and fail hard. And I didn't thank goodness. Right. <laughs> and people, people like it, which, which I'm just, I'm totally floored by and totally humbled by it. It's really kind of awesome <laughs> yeah well i agree and i mean i do have the six pack that's the big lie it's more like a keg around me <laughs> but i believe that you're that the the beauty is a wonderful thing and and you know everybody would be thankful for for what they have but the talent is what's going to pull you through you know that first yeah. flash is going to be nothing if you don't if you can't follow it up with the substance Right, and I want to believe that that's true, but I think you know you're not a bad-looking guy by any means. No, not at all. No, I know. So, well, of course. I mean, I've only proposed to you on the air once, but that you know that's That's, fine. That's kind of your stick, though. So, I mean, that's all right. No, but it's true. But the talent, you're right. You, I love that you're getting. You have gotten so much attention, right, off of you know the music that you're doing. Yeah. Well, with with you know you being a songwriter, you filter a lot of your experiences through the music that you do write. Where do you find, mm-hmm. you know, most of your material? What's your favorite part of your life to look through? You know, it's so bizarre because I, like today, I, I just wrote a new song that I'm oh, recording nice. tomorrow. But it just, on the way home, it just, I, I had this idea and it just kind of clicked. And I, I had to pull over so I could write down these lyrics because I... Do not. I cannot text and drive. I'm a horrible driver. And if I were to try, I would have crashed. Please don't. Yeah, you know, please don't. Do that. So, <laughs> so I, I pulled over and I, I wrote that song in about 15, 20 minutes. And I, it's so bizarre because I can. There is another song that I've been trying to write for a year that just oh, will wow. not mm-hmm. come out. And and so it's it's so mm-hmm. bizarre. It's kind of like my mind is. I don't. I don't know. It's my hands is printer, and something takes over, and I just it just comes out. And I'm a firm believer in one of those it happens when it's supposed to happen kind of a thing. Right, but I right. feel okay. I've dealt a lot with, with love and and loss, which is <laughs> which is so bizarre for me because I I'm a very happy, go lucky, very bright, colorful person mm-hmm. and so like like with, with It Was Love, it was a very sad song. Mm-hmm. Beautiful song. I love it. It's the most favorite thing I've ever written, but it's a very sad song and so <laughs> when I was I've written a couple songs like that that I've recorded, and my my agent was like, 
you know, she's like, you can't really be rainbow bright singing about, you know, emo stuff. It just doesn't work. Emo, you're emo yeah. bright. Emo you're bright. Emo. There you go. Yeah. Yes. It's the grayscale version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yes. You're fine. Yes. <laughs> Fixed it. Yeah, but it's 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 a it's a fun process. I I absolutely love the the creative process. Like I said, it it just I can't pick what where it comes out because I really don't know. It's bizarre. It just kind of happens, and some of it's fun. This this I'm working on my 30p, and the songs are. Super different. <laughs> oh, really? So I'm, I'm, yeah. It's I got a little bit of rock, a little bit of pop, Ooh. and I'm, I'm trying to play with with a couple of things. I, um, I had a friend of mine, and this is going to sound like another sad story, but it's really not. <laughs> I had a friend that that wrote this this Broadway musical or off Broadway musical, and he passed away a couple of years ago. Oh and I just on, I think last Friday like midnight, like one o'clock in the morning, I was up and I'm like, you know, I'm going to try to record this song, just do a demo. And so I went into my bathroom at, you know, midnight 30 and recorded this demo just to see if I could do, because I did a lot of theater as a kid, yeah. just to kind of see if I could do it. And I played it for a friend of mine that's also a musician. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you should, you should put this on the album. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's try that wow. then. So I, I'm, it's, I'm dabbling. I'm 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 not wanting to stick to one certain thing because you would um, unlock your heart. And the first EP was very right. dance oriented, mm-hmm. and then um, love was very acoustic, kind of slowed down kind of stuff, which was something I wanted to do just because someone at some point in time said I couldn't. If I wanted to make it, I had to do oh, wow. dance music and. So I'm like, well, fine, I'm going to show you. And I <laughs> did. And it, it was Love is still played on the radio. And, wow. you know, it wow. may not have generated the views that Unlock Your Heart did, but for me professionally, it is the best critique thing I've ever done. Right. And I'm super excited. Now, is there are there subjects or are there sides of your life that you're like, this is going to be off limits? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Are there... I don't know whether it's family, whether it's sex, whether it's... Is there certain sides you're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm a singer-songwriter, but I don't go here. Are there any no, any parts I, of your I, life out limits? No, there's there's not. I, I'm i very much, like I said before, kind of one of those, what you see is what you get. And mm-hmm. unfortunately for my family, I am a very honest person. <laughs> so, okay. And I have no shame. I right. have absolutely no shame, you know. My... My grandmother, before she passed away, she was like, why do you have to talk about this? Why do you have to do this? And I'm like, yeah. well, because they asked. And she's like, sometimes, honey, it's good to keep your mouth shut. And I'm like, well, you don't, old woman, so yeah. I won't either. And so it, it's just, I, I'm very, I, I, the one thing, I, I have a hard time writing about sex. Is, is, okay. It's difficult for me. It's not, it's not impossible. I, I yeah. do have a song that, that will be on the EP called Freak Flag. Ooh, and nice. That, yeah, so, but it, it's kind of my, my opening up to that. But again, I'm this very rainbow bright personality and this thing about, <laughs> about sex is comical. And, sure, yeah. And, you know, but I, I'm like, okay, I am an adult and, and I do do these things. So right. The one thing when, <laughs> when Fall Apart came out, the press was like, oh, he's the wholesome homo. Yeah. Which, 
is better than being called the slutty homo, but it's still right. kind of patronizing because I'm like, sure, well, sure. I'm an adult. I, right. you know, I, I'm not Debbie Gibson. I'm not, right. you know, sitting there, you know, on a wonder bed breath, but yeah. going, <laughs> right. you know, I'm everything is shining and bright and so, you know, right. fairy tale. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I, I have sex. I do this. I do yeah. this. And yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I need to be adult. <laughs> right. Well, hey, listen, maybe you can go to that uh, magical ranch you were telling us about, and that can help you write the next sex song. Yes. I don't know. Hey, and shoot the video I, there. It's shoot fine. the video, yeah. So speaking of yeah. these, um, you know, you being a, an open book and, and not really having that much shame, what is your most embarrassing moment in, in your life or um, <laughs> maybe in your career? Well, okay, so... <laughs> Here it goes. A couple I love it. years ago, <laughs> I my my friend, a dear friend of mine, I had had a hard day. I think I had just broken up with a boyfriend or something, and he was like, "We're going to go to West Hollywood. We're going to go to a bar." And mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh. "Like, okay, fine." <laughs> so he takes me to this this bar, and it's this kind of it's called Akbar. It's this very hickory kind of bar. It's not a club, but it's it's kind of cool and it's a gay bar. And mm-hmm. we're there in this guy walks in and he's very handsome and he kind of nods at me and sits, you know goes sits down behind me and i'm talking to my friend and he's like that guy keeps looking at you and i turn back and he kind of winks and smiles at me and i'm like okay cool and and so i keep talking to my friend and he's like he's still just staring you down you need to go talk to him so he goes up to the bar and i go up and i start talking to him and in the back of my mind i'm like Ah, you look familiar. And I'm like, oh, I'm, no. I'm like, I'm not quite sure where I've seen this person before. But we're talking and he's cute and, you know, we're flirty. And I'm like, this is cool. And halfway through the conversation, I go, you kind of look like that guy from Heroes. And he goes, yeah, he's like, I'm Zach. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> awesome. And what most people would do would be like, you're so hot, let's, you know, let's go. Right. I, in my infinite wisdom, go, you made an amazing god of Joan of Arcadia. Okay, gotta go, bye. And <laughs> ran away. You totally <laughs> oh missed my your god. moment. You had the chance. <laughs> so now you just stopped I that sat, bar. <laughs> oh, I sat down next to my friend, and he's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, he's, he's famous, I'm not, can we go? And he's like, no, because you're going to go back and you're going to talk to him, so... I go up to him a second time. Oh boy! And I'm like, and I'm like, can you sign a napkin for me? <laughs> can, can you Which find a napkin? He does very graciously. He he was a he was a gentleman. Oh he man, he's a keeper. Sweet. But I was like, oh, it's <laughs> the most embarrassed. I've ever been. I'm like, you have flirted and flirted. You have the worst pickup yeah. lines ever. You have like you have like famous Tourette's. Like when you yeah. meet famous people, you just yes. shout. You just say Next something. Next time I hit on someone, I'm gonna use the whole. Can you find a napkin for me? Because <laughs> it's brilliant. It's I'll let you know if it works. Because you never know. You could have could have hit on something. Hey. Now you mention you know not being famous at that time. Uh, you definitely have a lot more notoriety. Let's talk about being having some notoriety in music and looking at those around you who are indie artists as well who does kenneth mogan listen to on the scene that maybe isn't up there yet but that you enjoy you know i'm i'm a huge fan there's this this wonderful singer songwriter named alex johnson who she's Canadian. She she was a Disney kid. She did this show called Instant Star. So she's been around, mm-hmm. but musically she's kind of under the radar. And she's so talented. Um, she's so amazing. I love her. 
and her and then um, the, Tiffany from the 80s is my, she's oh, my Madonna and Cher, nice. all that rolled into one. Mm-hmm. And she, she's so amazing. But I, lis- I listen to a lot of that and I'm discovering other, other artists. Bonnie McKee is someone who everyone knows of because she's written every hit Katy Perry's ever had. Oh my but gosh. she's also an artist herself and she's so incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. But she, I mean, she's, got to be richer than God, right. but she, as a musician, she just kind of, again, under the radar, but is so incredibly talented. She's someone that eventually I, I just, I have to work with because I, I'm such a huge fan of hers. See, that's amazing. I want everybody to like, like pause, rewind, write all those names down. Go listen to go. them and then support <laughs> eventually wait. you working with them. I was going to say, but wait, you have yeah. to stop. You have to listen to everything Kenneth first. And yeah. then you are <laughs> allowed. <laughs> then you're allowed yeah. to. That's to do that's that. how that's how it goes here. Okay. Um, yes. So so question for you. We're gonna do the whole little uh, little. Uh, which would you rather not have in your life? Yes. So if you, if you this could, is my favorite game. I, I love this game. Right. You you have to pick one that you could that you have to live without for the for rest of year, your life. for a year for a year for a year just a year. Oh man. I'm sorry. None of the things on this list could I live without forever. Well, that's <laughs> what makes the game so good. Okay. I don't uh-uh. like your rules. No. It's no. Forever. No. No. <laughs> you can pick sex, music, or your absolutely favorite food. You have to pick one. <laughs> I guess I would starve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to uh. agree. I think that's perfect. Because sex, how can you not live without sex and music? First of all, the two exactly. are are basically the same thing. Really. I mean, <laughs> sex and music. Serious. <laughs> sex is just your body making music. Oh, look how deep that was. Wow. <laughs> so, so, so. But I agree. But then you die because you can't eat. Well, so. it's just your favorite food. Oh, okay. It's just you can't oh, so, do your favorite food. So, Kenneth, what did you give up? What was your favorite food that you said, hey, forget it? Oh, goodness. Coffee? <gasps> coffee count? No, that would be no that's one. not a food. Oh, thank that God. Can I count. Can, <laughs> can never give up coffee. <laughs> no. Uh, Are you allowed that. to I'll eat in pizza. L.A.? Oh, okay. You can eat pizza in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I see, like, I'm not the typical gay artist, so I'm like, I don't care. I don't go to the gym. I don't, you know, my body is fine. I don't need the six-pack. So, yeah, give me that slice of pizza. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> First of all, that was the <laughs> best. I love that. More gay yeah. men need to hear that. I know. Honestly, fuck the kale salad. Fuck that. Like, I know. give me give me the donuts and pizza. I, I want that it. to be so my life. so gross. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, kale, yeah. is kale is nasty. Kale is nasty. I, yeah, I, I agree. I can't. Hey, and I've even tried doing that whole crisp the kale in your in your oven. So, so burn the kale so it no. tastes like shit before you eat it. Yeah, Got it. Right? Okay. Hey, thank I, you. Tr- I try. Mm-hmm. I try. I'm passionate about hating I know, kale. Okay? I know you are. <laughs> okay, so let's get into passion. Let's continue the passionate talk and say, okay, so we're gonna pretend no one knows if you're dating, but what do you look for when you're dating a man? What is it about a guy that draws you to him and says, I, I would like to spend way too much time with him? Um, I'm, I'm a sucker for, for dark eyes and, uh, a wide smile, um, that, that gets me, I've gotten myself into more trouble just because a guy smiled at me the right way. Oh, okay. And, um, so yeah, so that, that's the first thing I noticed. You know, I've, I've had men that have beautiful bodies. I've had men that have not the best bodies in the world, but I'm just like, as long as you have that smile and maybe a little bit of chest hair, I'm like, okay, we're good. Okay. Like, let's go. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> a little, a little furry, furry on the chest. Mm, I like it. Bring <laughs> it. That's a little bit of his country boy. There it is. Then, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so really, country boy, 
with briefs, dark eyes, wide smile, little hairy chest. I like it. Okay. Oh, okay. We now can paint we you just, a picture. Yeah. yeah. We have totally we can deliver. figured Kenneth out. <laughs> We've got this. So on the opposite side of that, what do you hate and what has been your worst date that, that's just been like, oh, God, forget it. Yeah. We've all had uh, this. I've, uh, I've had a date where I, I've literally, like, there's this one, this one guy who we've, we dated for a little bit. And I kept, I started realizing that he would only come when he A, needed to eat or charge his phone. Oh, wow. And, like, there was one morning where I was like, okay, well, we're having sex. Like, that's what I need right now. Okay. <laughs> and he came over and was pretty much just like, oh, I just, I've been up all night. And I just want a nap. And I'm like, then you need to go. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Get out of here. Wow. And, yeah. So, and I later came to find out that he had been up all night doing drugs. And I'm like, oh. yeah, no, I don't. I'm not about that. Right. I'm like, yeah. no, thank you. You know. I yeah. thought you were going to so, tell me he was homeless. homeless. Yeah, he sounded a little bit homeless. That's kind well, of a red flag. He probably was. Okay. No, True. Knowing my taste, <laughs> I, he, there was a boy that I hooked up with that I found out that was homeless. Oh, okay. After the fact. Well, you and Jonathan and have that like, in common. <laughs> so. It's true. I only find out when they keep asking to use my shower, and I'm very confused because we haven't even done anything yeah. yet. <laughs> and then you find out, oh, um, you're homeless. I yeah, got it. That's your first it. shower in a month. Colin. Hey, yeah. it, Sorry. it's my good deed. I'm helping people, helping people everywhere. Are you? Do you find that you are adventurous with guys? Are you adventurous in in going on dates? Are you adventurous in sex, or are you more reserved? I, you know, it really depends on my mood. And that's part of, like, why I'm, like, Freak Flag was such a fun song for me, right? Because I am, I like to be a little bit different. I'm I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not ashamed of anything. Mm-hmm. I will try almost anything. And <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I'm like, whatever. Like, you know, let's, let's see how this goes. And, mm-hmm. you know, if it's cool, it's cool. If it's not, then okay, well, I tried. You know, that's, right. that's my thing is I don't want to be, you know, in my rocking chair going, well, I wonder what would have happened if I had just tried that. So exactly. I want to be the grandpa that's like, let me tell you about this crazy, <laughs> stupid stuff that I did. <laughs> exactly. I, let hey, me teach you. You right. got to be adventurous. I See, I'm with you as well. Yeah, and you yeah. should, so Stephen Garino is, a, is an amazing actor who lives down there and you should ask him about what some, he has the same attitude and it has taken him down some interesting roads. So I'm just saying. <laughs> or just go listen to the interview nice. a few weeks ago, because let me tell you. He'll tell yeah. you a story. Yeah, he'll That's tell you true. a story or two. <laughs> so your new single, uh, Real Me, it's featured in the new movie, A Very Sorted Wedding uh, with Del Shores. It's a, it's a remake of uh, Sorted Lives. It's which, an awesome it's, song. It's an awesome song. How how did that come to be? How did you get involved with writing for A Very Sorted red, uh, Wedding? Well, I've... I've um Sorted Lives was the first gay movie I'd ever seen. Okay. Um, my boyfriend at the time, he took me to this beautiful lodge in the mountains in Missoula. And we rented, you know, we watched this movie. It was, I loved it. It was such an amazing film. And I'm like, oh my God, that's my family. And so <laughs> when I moved down to LA, I Del, I, I don't remember. I think it involved music. Like I, I was trying to find the soundtrack mm-hmm. of the film or the show and, and I'm just like, I'm just going to reach out to him because I don't, you know, I, if I can purchase something, I would rather do that than illegally, you know, download because I'm a nerd. And oh, nice. Support artists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we kind of just kind of struck up a, a friendship. And when my very first video came out, which was called Fall Apart, which is gone now because <laughs> it was horrible, oh. Dell was very sweet and posted about it and then posted about Unlock Your Heart and 
And when I heard about a sort of a very sorted wedding, I was like, you know, I don't care if I'm, you know, I will do whatever you need. Like, I will take out the trash. Like, I really just want to be a part of this film because it was such a big deal to me. And he ended up saying, well, I'm not going to have you take out the trash. He's like, if I can figure out a way to put in some music, I'll let you know. And I had had Real Me kind of, it was one of those songs that, that I had kind of written that kind of forgot about because I had written it and rewritten it so many times. And every song I pitch to Jeff, he's like, eh, it's not right, it's not right, it's not right. And I'm like, well, I have this demo, it's not really done, but let me tell you, you know, let me send it and we'll see what yeah. you think. And he was like, that's the one, I want it. And I'm like, oh, great. So I had to run, get it all finished. And, and um, I, I'm so honored that it's, it's, it's not in a big spot in the movie, it's not one of the main songs, but just having it in there is such an amazing experience for him like it's such an honor just to be included because i loved him i love sorted lives and i love you know a lot of the actors that are in it and Whoopi goldberg's in it yeah and yeah so many people and i'm just i'm so thrilled to be a part of it and i i tell them all the time like this is amazing like i'm just like i'm so psyched and so excited so yeah so it just it was one of those things that just kind of happened which is Awesome. <laughs> well, and Dell is probably one of the most genuine, just the sweetest uh, mm -hmm. man ever. And he totally believes in the stories he tells, and they're, they're amazing. So I think that it was a good match uh, made for that. Now, when can so people, when you have a song out like that, or you any of your other great songs, do you just do like people need to go digitally? Do all the kids these days digital everything, or do you still sell CDs? How does this work? I I'm digital right now. I just I yeah. just released things digitally. Although I did find out, I did not know this, but Unlock Your Heart the single is available as a physical copy oh, through really? Amazon or something nice. like that because someone in China bought it. Oh. I was like, oh, <laughs> weird. Okay, cool. That's great. Yeah. And, and yeah, so when I work on the, the the album, I think I might do a couple physical pressings of that just nice. because I want to do kind of like a a special edition that has a couple of songs that I don't really feel are going to be, would work all well on the main version, but maybe doing like a special edition that has two or three songs. I, I did a cover of a song um, called Rainbow Land is a tribute to my grandmother who passed away this summer. Mm. And it's a children's song from this, this cartoon called, well, it's going from Rainbow Bright. And oh, there nice. are two things that people think about when that have known me, where that <laughs> pops to mind when they think about me. And it's <laughs> Tiffany and Rainbow Bright. <laughs> and the, the funny story behind Rainbow Land is that it was written by a woman named Lois Blaish mm -hmm. who wrote Could Have Been, which was a huge hit for Tiffany. Mm -hmm. I and love so that it was song. Like both of my worlds kind of, yeah, it's an amazing song. It's like both my worlds kind of connected. And Lois and I had talked, we met at a Tiffany concert, and she's like, well, maybe you could find a new home for Rainbow Land. And I was like, well, maybe. It's a children's song. I don't really know, but I love the cartoon, so we'll see what happens. And I ended up going into the studio to record Real Me, and I used Rainbow Land as kind of a, a warm-up. And pretty sure we cut the vocals, and he was like, okay, this is great. He's like, let's, let's do something with it. And so I put it out. People loved it. And then I just got the okay from Hallmark to do a kind of little lyrical video using the, the property, using Rainbow Bright and all that, oh, which is no. cool for me. So, yeah, yeah. They're, I've done some stuff with Hallmark. They're, they're amazing. And then to give me the permission to do it is 
awesome. <laughs> well, that's and, exciting. And for that's Kenneth awesome. Mogan, I mean, as people will become super fans of you, they know what a big deal that is for you, too. I mean, who doesn't want to <laughs> <Yeah>. see? <laughs> I think that's amazing when those two things come together. All of us are going to be excited for that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we'll look out for that. <laughs> it That's just I'm amazing. Stoked. Yeah. You should be. <laughs> Kenneth, what what's the biggest thing that you've learned in your career so far? Not to take myself too seriously. Okay. That that's the main thing. Is I, you know, and I very easily could have because unlock your heart, when it kind of went viral, it was such a a big deal, and I was so scared because, like like I said, I'm not the gay, you know, the gold standard gay, mm-hmm. and I was next to Ronnie Kroll who. Is <laughs> and I'm like people are gonna say horrible things about me. They're gonna say I'm fat, I'm ugly, oh. and da, 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 da. and I was like I psyched myself out. I was so scared, and then it got like after like after share after share, and all these news, and no one said anything mean. And finally, just like six months ago, I got my first mean comment, <gasps> and it basically was like, okay, so you're a ginger, you have no soul, you this wouldn't happen. Oh. And I'm like, that's the best that you've got? Like, yeah. <laughs> Try harder. I was so disappointed. Yeah. I was so mad. I called my agent, and I'm like, I've waited a year for some nasty <laughs> troll to say something, and this is what they say? I was, oh, I was disappointed. Oh, yeah, I was man. so mad, and he's like, you're a psycho. And I'm like, I'm like you're not famous until you get a troll. And then I had, I had one person... One person said that the video was basic, and I'm like, oh, wow. okay, I am a lot of things, uh, but basic is not right. one of them. That was and a, I went to yeah. find this person. Yeah, I, 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 went, I didn't go psycho, but I'm like, I'm just going to see who the hell this person is. <laughs> and they had like one half-ass, kind of half-drag video, and it was horrifying. It was so bad. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, honey, I'm like... I know a lot of really good drag queens. I could yeah. introduce you because you look horrible. I was going to say and it's a bitter queen who says shit like that. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Trust us. Just and hang out with was... us. You will see what <laughs> ugly people say because we've been called many, many, many things. I have to, Sergey has and to see, keep I me didn't... from reading them. Yeah. I get you. <laughs> and see, it's just, I don't understand. Like, I, maybe it's because I grew up in Montana. Like, I, we didn't, I didn't, Grew up doing that. I, I was the kid that kind of took the underdog, you know, under my right, wing, and, right. and didn't talk bad about people. Didn't I? I was. I always tried to be nice to people, which got me in, in a little bit of trouble sometimes because I'm too naive. But I I've never understood being cruel for cruelty's sake. And right. like my my roommates, I live with these. I live with a, a singer and an actor, and um, you would think that the three of us it would be a horrifying experience because we're all three gay. And, you know, one of them has done television. The other is, is has an amazing voice. He's very theatrical. And you would think it'd be a recipe for disaster, but right. it clicked so well. And my roommate, Travis, one of the things he said, he's like, you just, he's like, you believe in the good and everything. And he's like, that's really nice. Like, even the Gem and the Holograms movie. I was like, well, it might be good. I'm going to see it. And he's like, bless you for thinking that. Right? And... <laughs> so I and I found something good to say about it. And, okay. Wow. And he was like, the credits like, were good. You, he's like, you're too nice. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh yeah, you do, and you do. It's the rainbow bright in it's you. It's the though. rainbow bright. Yep. 
Rainbow Bright trains you right. Yeah. Hey, start it early. <laughs> I know. That's what's going on. Now, Kenneth, are you ever going to tour so you can come up here and sing for us live? Are you ever going to tour? <laughs> I hope so. That That is that is my one hurdle. As as my friend, I have a friend, Sean, who, who does music as well. He's part of an amazing band called Glass Battles, which they're another artist that I absolutely love listening to. Not just because he's my friend, um, but he, that's his thing. He's like, you have to tour, you have to do shows. And that's something that I, I get super anxiety attacks about just because I'm like, oh, wow. I'm a klutz. <laughs> I, my first red carpet, I told my friend, I am going to trip and fall and, you know, embarrass myself. And she's like, no, you're going to be fine. So we went on this red carpet. And the first thing I did was I tripped and I fell and oh, I landed no. right into oh. the Playboy model. Oh, Oh boy! <laughs> and I have—I—I I am the type that opens my mouth and inserts my foot a lot. I, my friend and I were at dinner and we were waiting in line to go to the the bathroom. And I was—we had seen one of the the guys, the older brother from Wizards of Waverly Place, I think. Oh, huh. I was talking about how hot he was and how you know I just wanted to do this to him and do this to him. And my friend <laughs> right. was like, uh huh, uh huh. Oh no! <laughs> then yeah, well, come to find out, the guy that was in front of us played the werewolf oh, oh my and God. heard everything and oh. so yeah so he knows exactly what i said <laughs> oh my god that's <laughs> but, so embarrassing i mean you know <laughs> he did she did smile and wink at me when i when i saw him and i was like oh oh my god that's so funny <laughs> oh, no. well you know what's yeah. even better about that because you have such this very uh, innocent angelic face. So I love that that shit comes out of your mouth. <laughs> right. Hey, listen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it makes me yeah. happy. And I do. I, I open my mouth and I, I get myself in trouble. I once insulted Charlotte Church um, when she was first starting. And I, to this day, I'm a huge fan of hers as well. And I feel so <laughs> bad. So wow. She, wow. When we started, she's my age. So we were, mm -hmm. we were, I don't even think we were teenagers yet. And she did this tour, and they brought her to my little country town. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why is this little opera brat coming to Montana? <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've ever thought about. It just went on and on about how awful and horrible she was. And I, I'm talking to my friend. We were in line to get ice cream cones or something. And I get this tap on my shoulder, and this little I turn around, and it's this little girl. And she's like, you, best, you, know, you shouldn't judge people before you get to know them. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> turned around, and I'm like, Whatever, and I didn't think about it. Well, two days later, we were at a, a store called Pomida because that was our big store where I grew up. And my friend comes up tackling, saying, you remember that little girl that you told to shut up and called a bitch? Turn the CD around, and it was Charlotte Church. Oh, so my of course. God. That is hilarious. Right. And little Charlotte so, Church, you called a bitch. Little Charlotte <laughs> Church, yeah. Little Charlotte oh, my Church. gosh. And... Now I'm a huge fan, but right, I, right. I, I, just, I have a tendency, I open my mouth and I get myself right. in trouble. And well, I'll I think just... after something like that, you're required to be a huge fan now. Because <laughs> yes, talk, I... talk about an angel, it's Charlotte Church. So. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. I was, oh, I felt so bad. You know, yeah. we've we've yeah, all I, been there. Oh, I'm there every day. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I just I, own it. Yeah, I, I just it. do it straight to your face, Jonathan. <laughs> That's okay. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> Kenneth, remind people where they can go to find uh, your music and more about you, especially pictures. Yeah, 
<laughs> <laughs> well, everything is on. I'm getting better at Facebook, so it's all like Kenneth Music, okay. and then I have an Instagram, which is I think it's just Kenneth dot Mogan. Um, I think so. I we tagged you today. I think that Instagram. is Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you tagged me, which is which follow that because that's the yes. real one. Um, I did have someone impersonate me on Instagram, which again was a ooh, I'm a celebrity moment. I felt super huh. excited. But they posted the stupidest photos, and I was like, ugh. Oh, I wouldn't right? take a picture of that. Right. <laughs> that <laughs> I would was not like, be me. People are going to think I'm boring. So, yeah, they're like, it was like a food and stuff. And I'm like, okay, no one. Well, first of all, I'm too busy eating my food to take pictures of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> True. But, well, well, and but, I'm not yeah, going to lie. So. When I went to tag you on Instagram, there, I had to choose. I think there were three. And I'm just, I'm so good. I knew. I knew which one was the real one. <laughs> but but they're, yeah, they're yeah. still out there. I I don't think of it as being a celebrity. I think of it as, oh shit, it's a stalker. <laughs> when someone is trying to steal my identity. So I love, see, you see, see the I've good in everything. I've had one of those. Oh. Yeah, I do. I've had, I've had one stalker. And oh boy. It was a little creepy. Well, it was, it was when I, I did a, okay, so this is me right. coming out as a geek. Oh, And okay. I, back in 2007, I released a graphic novel, a comic book. Okay. And wow. I toured the Comic-Con circuits. I, oh, wow. I did all this stuff with, with anime conventions about my book yeah. and, and got a tour all over the country. It was amazing. Well, there was this, this girl, and she would, was always dressed as like this dominatrix, weird, leather-clad angel thing. Mm. And she smelled really bad. Oh, like, no. Really, like, I grew up in Missoula, <laughs> so I'm used to hippies. She was... So bad. Like, I was oh, boy. like, what is this? And she ended up, she somehow, she knew about the book. She knew about my boyfriend. She knew about my, like, where I grew up. She, my parents, like, she would call my father's house. And my dad's wow. like, he doesn't live here, and I'm not wow. giving you his number. Yeah. And so that was the one and only time where I was a little bit freaked out just because I'm like, I like dudes. Right. It's never yeah. going to happen. Right. So, well, I'm hey, sorry. You, you just, know what? Just, she did you a favor. At least you can smell her coming. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. And you do have to be careful because if she's a good stalker, she's listening right yeah, now. Right. She and is you know right. that shit. But he will know. He'll be like, what is, what is that smell? Yeah. And then he knows to get <laughs> yeah. away. Oh, it's, my God. It's an early warning system. <laughs> That's how it works. Now, Kenneth, yes. before we wind this down and then let people listen to the awesome single Real Me, um, which we're going, I'm really excited. Thank you for letting us play it. I'm excited to let everybody hear it on our show uh, today. But before that, I'm going to ask you, if you've ever seen the actor's studio, James Lipton always has that great question about, you know, if you died and there's a heaven, what would, you know, God say to you? This is our version for you. If there is a meaning, okay. if there is a meaning to life, what do you think it is? meaning to life i just needed to be kind and love one another and have fun yes that's that's what i think that that's my whole thing i i'm like i was raised to just be kind and and love everybody and and um i've dealt a lot recently with with death and passing so i've dealt yeah. a lot with spirituality the past the past year which is more than i ever thought i would because i used to be like super afraid of death I was like, okay, okay like I'm going to get famous and I'm going to die, but I'm not going to get the Jennifer Lopez Selena treatment. I'm going to get like Chris Crocker and some weird porno <laughs> version of my <laughs> life. And it's going to be horrifying. Well, 
then when my when my grandmother passed away, I'm like, okay, I got someone on the other side now, so I'm good. Whatever right, happens, right. I'm just like, love I'm it. good. <laughs> and I love that. And, and I just, I'm, I'm such a snarky bitch. Just That's okay. Go for it. But I love it. You're like the meaning of life is to be kind. So what I want you to do is go back in time and tell the person who called Charlotte Church a bitch. <laughs> yes. Hey, you know what? We yes. all learn but and my- we grow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and in my defense, I was a hormonal teenager True. that didn't know jack about life or right. anything. There and yeah, and I, see, and this... wrote, <laughs> she wrote a song called, um, oh, I don't remember the name of it, but it was on her album, Tissues and Issues, and Mootswings is what it's called, and she's like, there's a line in there where she's like, people judging me before they get to know a thing, and in my mind, oh, like, oh my God, that's about me. <laughs> Probably not. Right, right. Exactly. Make it about you. But you know what? That's an asshole. I feel so (laughs) bad. But you have paid your amends because now you have a smelly stalker. So I think you have (laughs) made up for it. This is true. See? (laughs) Karma got you good. And you have beautiful music and a beautiful soul and a beautiful voice. So you know know we love you. Jonathan Sergey, love you to death. And we're so excited that you decided to do the Martini Lounge. Now do us one last favor and let everybody know what single we're going to be playing for them right now. This is my new single, Real Me, which is included in Del Shore's Very Sorted Wedding and is out March 6th. Awesome. Thank you, Kenneth. We will talk to you again very soon. We'll be the smelly stalkers on your doorstep. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you guys so much. You're amazing. Thank Thank you. you. Have a good night. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. I live my life in the shadows Always trying to hide Didn't think I was worth it Words stuck in my mind like a crescent moon in the night sky You're my light in the darkness Side beside your hand in mine Never thought I'd find this I've been waiting my whole life My whole life For you You have taught me to believe In my dreams Cause you see The shadows, the spark that gives me life. Your love took all my sorrow and made everything alright. Like a crescent moon in the night sky, you're my light in the darkness. Side by side, your hand in mine. Never thought I'd find this. I've been waiting my whole life.
And that was Kenneth Mogan, Real Me, um, and oh, wow. And it's oh. on the soundtrack to A Very Sordid Wedding, the Del Shores, a movie that comes out on March 10th, I believe. Uh, so it's, it's just coming up. But remember, go check out Kenneth Mogan on Facebook. I just have one thing to say about that interview. Yeah. I want to <laughs> did you hear? Okay, everybody listening, did you hear? I do not think this is the name of the store. But I do want to go to Montana <laughs> and see if I can find a store called Pull My Dick. Pull My Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is actually what he said. I think you're right. I guess right. we'll find out. I mean, it's way famous. So, Kenneth, give us a call. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what exactly do they sell at Pull My Dick? <laughs> <laughs> it is an underwear because apparently no. a lot of cowboys and ranchers go commando. So, I'm oh. going to Montana. Let's take a Montana weekend. How about yeah, you know. and find that ranch that he talked about? Brokeback Mountain. Right. I'm, I'm ready to relive that I've, it, live action. Kenneth is amazing. His music is so much is it's so, so heartfelt, and he has a beautiful voice. He's also just a kind human being. So I'm yes. so glad we got to yes, spend time is, with yes, him. Remember to know more to even find this podcast. Mm-hmm. You can either go to jonathanandsergey.com, or you can find out everything Jonathan and Sergey on Twitter and mm-hmm. Facebook, and that's Twitter at Jonathan Sergey and Facebook Jonathan and Sergey. And then you can find us on Instagram, which yes, you apparently can. is the new thing that because our Instagram is doing pretty good. So you can go look at fun memories. We put up fun pictures and pictures of who's coming on the show. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So it's Jonathan and Sergey on Instagram as well. So join us next week where we're going to have a lot more fun like we always do. That's right. Bye, bitches. Bye. The Martini Lounge is made possible by... Insert your name here. And also... We're looking for ads. And don't forget... You can display your business right here. The Martini Lounge can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Jonathan and Sergey. And also our website, jonathanandsergey.com. Until next time, all you cool cats. <laughs>